0: Welcome back to the first team. I'm Joe Dealey. and Joining me is Ryan Roberts. We've got senior bowl invites that we're going to be breaking down. That being Michael Pratt from Tulane and then Jalex Hunt from Houston Christian. These are uh, two very unexpected schools that we're going to be breaking down these two guys from. Ryan, I want to start yeah. us off with, with Michael Pratt, who I knew you were a big fan of 6'3", 220. Yeah. I, I liked what I, what I saw from him. Not exactly a, a guy that we're going to be banging the table to be a top 10 pick. But there is a a really realistic projection and an easy projection, I think, for a guy like this to find a role in the NFL, to stick on a roster for an extended period of time. I know that's such a cliche to say with quarterbacks that are, you know, average-ish to slightly above average, but Michael Pratt epitomizes that. Now I know you definitely
1: got some some background on him. Any any words on on Michael Pratt here. So I believe he had a fourth round grade from Blasto in the spring. I'm going to verify that real quick because I already had Tulane up because you know what, Joe, I'm a good podcaster, man. I'm always prepared and ready to go here. Okay. As I, as that was, actually, no, you're stolen, not. Folks, no, Yeah, exactly. No, you're not. That. Okay. Right, well, so you, well you got it. I got, up? it. Okay. I got it. He was actually an early fifth round grade from Blasto, six foot two and four eight. So six foot two and a half, two hundred nineteen 219 pounds. He's got the prerequisite size. He's got over nine inch hands as well. So he is a guy that just kind of touches all the boxes that you need him to touch and to not and to not cross those off. And he also is, and this matters, folks, as we get into like the better, finer parts of his game in a minute here. He is a four-year starter now for Tulane. He has played a Very whole important. lot of football, and we have seen. I, I think we talked about this on the Wednesday show with Matt. We did. We did. experience matters so much at the quarterback position. I mean, you can go through a very long list of one year starters in college football that did not end up being too great. Right. They did not end up being too great. I mean, you talk about the Mark Sanchez of the world, the Mitchell Trubisky's of the world, usually one year starters or guys with limited starting experience struggle when they get to the next level. It's the guys that are two, three, and in this case, four year starters that, can understand how to retain information and make an easy transition to the next level. So we're talking about a four year starter, a young man that was rumored that he might enter the transfer portal, but obviously has accepted a Senior Bowl invite. So he's going to be the, in the 2024 NFL Draft. Has the size component to, to brings to the field to the game. Six foot two and a half, 220 plus pounds, nine plus inch hands. Just kind of hits all those thresholds you would want from the position and from an experience level as well.
0: The experience, I think, is is really important here, and it, it, it. A lot of times, like we can sit here and talk about, like, ah, oh, four year starter, blah blah blah, quarterback, and it doesn't always necessarily translate to the field. But you really see Michael Pratt being a, a savvy, experienced player, and he's coming. This is such a stupid cliche. I I, lo- I kind of like it when we 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 lean into the cliches as long as we acknowledge them. He's coming cliche, from an yeah. academic school. He's coming from an academic school, and I know that this is a smart kid this is a very very smart kid you can see that in his decision making his accuracy is phenomenal in short to intermediate i was very very um enamored with that precision that he has in the short to intermediate areas a lot of times we get these quarterbacks like jj mccarthy is one who just does not put the ball in a spot for his receivers to make an easy catch i I think that we overlook this too often a guy who can deliver the ball when a guy is moving right in in a position for him to catch the damn ball and keep moving is so important for the quarterback position and that is yeah. what accuracy is but it is not talked about enough now his arm strength limits him to being strong and short to intermediate he's not gonna guy that's gonna push the ball downfield there's a number of throws where guys have to slow down and come back to the football so he's an average arm guy you know maybe slightly above average the ball does come out with pace he does deliver yeah. the ball with with really good pace and the ball gets in these quick windows. Uh, effectively, I just think, though, the really big thing that I love with a Michael Pratt is that he's decisive, but most importantly, he sets his pressure really well. He's a guy who doesn't crap his pants when he feels somebody coming coming right at him. He gets the right. ball out to a check down. If he doesn't see things playing out in front of him, he still finds those easy gimme yards to keep the drive going. And I love the way that he throws the ball when, tr- when pressure is bearing down on him. You see a guy who's not afraid, and I love that. For a guy who probably is going to be a high-level backup, that's what I want—someone who is willing to step up to the challenge when he's called upon.
1: Well, that's my favorite part of his game, and I think that that's a big part of the experience factor that I talked about a little bit. Is that he's great against pressure. Like he, like he really does. Because, all right. Well, let me rephrase. Nobody's great against pressure. Pressure makes it. a a quarterback less accurate. You're always going to see guys that are less effective when pressure, their completion percentage goes down, their passer rating QBR, all that stuff, it all depletes, right? So technically no one is great against pressure, but he comparative to other quarterbacks is very good against pressure because you said something, Joe, he is tough as nails, man. He is not afraid to stay in the pocket. He is not afraid to take one under the chin and stay in there a lot of guys will fade on their back foot and just get that ball out. But Michael Pratt will not, he will stand on his toes. He will finish forward and he will take a shot to make sure that he hits, hits the ball where it needs to go. And then he can handle it. And I actually think he's a pretty good athlete too. I mean, like he's not like a, I mean, he's not one of these dudes that were like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> going Google Williams or you know right Caleb Williams last year Daniels nope. he's not an Anthony Richardson from last year right like yeah. they're, they're not those guys but his movements he's a very good athlete in structure to extend and the ability to move in the pocket out of the pocket as a thrower he does good things I have a very strange comp for him which I guess I'll get to in a minute here yeah, no I no forward. say it,
0: what is it say it. I have a strange comp for him. he too.
1: reminds me of Josh McCown who was a very just Good player coming out of Louisiana Tech, but there was nothing about Josh McCown that you were like, that guy's a stud, and that guy is just an m- amazing athlete, a talent, right? But then you look at Josh McCown, you're like, you know, you good size, requisite arm strength. Josh McCown actually ran like 4.68 coming out of college as well, which was very surprising. Well, at wasn't he Sam Houston, not Louisiana Tech? I thought he was losing a tech to Sam Houston. I believe you might be, you might be right uh, though. I can't, I can't, I, 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 I might be butchering that one. Yeah. But, oh, no, no. You know what I'm, you know what I'm butchering? There was a Luke McCown that I think went to one of those schools as well, but Josh, McCown, okay. Yes. Okay. Sam Houston okay. state. Great. You are right. I'm actually recollecting it. Respect, as we're speaking. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm sorry. So he actually ran a pretty good 40. He was a pretty good athlete. He was one of those guys though. Why did Josh McCown last so long in the NFL? Because he just checked so many boxes, man. None of the boxes had exclamation points in it, though. Like his arm strength wasn't amazing. His his anticipation wasn't amazing. His a- athleticism wasn't amazing. But it was all solid to good. Every single part of it. And that's how I feel about Michael Pratt. I think his ball placement accuracy is good. I think his arm strength is solid to good i'd like i like it i think from an nfl average perspective it is slightly above average i would agree with you in that sense i actually like his downfield arm a little bit more than you i think because i actually think yeah. that his accuracy down the field bucket throws I think are pretty dang good man he was the, the bucket throws good are good
0: it's just if i need to ask him to like drive, drive the ball drive the into ball.
1: a really yeah. deep part of the field it's just not gonna happen that's fair that's fair But I think that from an anticipation perspective, from an accuracy perspective, he can still make a lot of throws down the field that are going to keep you creating explosive plays. And I think that he is a good mover, tough kid. I I think that he's going to make it, right? And and Mm. what what means make it 100%? I think that some people... if they're hearing the name Michael Pratt for, for a couple of years now and seeing the flashes of Michael Pratt, we'll look at him and say, you know, if he's a long-term starter, that's a failure. And I'm like, no, the baseline is a long-term starter. I think that he can do that for sure. Can he develop into a starting quarterback in the NFL? It's possible, man. It really is possible. He has desirable traits. I just think that he might eventually, if he is a starter, he might get into that bucket where it's like, Hmm, he's good, but is he, so good that you were able to give him a big second contract, right? are you, is he so yeah. good that you're going to make him the face of a franchise? That's the question long-term, but the short term, I, Michael, Michael Pratt's probably my, I don't want to call him a sleeper. Cause like, we know who he is, but like, he's my guy in this class where I'm just like, you know what? Like I, I'll put my, I'll put my stamp on him. I'll stand on a table for Michael Pratt. I will. I think that he will be a very good, backup at worst I think that he will be a potential starter low-end starter on the next level I think he has that upside
0: I do so I have a a top 100 grade on him a high top 100 grade on him for for everything that you just said there at the bare bare minimum I know this kid is going to be a really good backup that when I need to call upon him he's going to step in and the, the crazy thing is there's a lot of teams out there that have just really terrible backup quarterbacks and I'm looking at the situation right now with the New York giants that they're trotting out Tommy freaking DeVito as the guy who's playing for him. The kid can't even throw anything, but here we are where we've got Michael Pratt. And I think that Michael Pratt uh, is is somebody who can step in and be that really good, nice backup. Kind of like maybe a a thought of what happened with Kirk cousins. And that's not a, a, a talent comparison, but just, where he's a backup for a little bit, maybe something happens with the starter, he has to step in and we're just like, oh, this this Michael and, Pratt kid. Why did we not give this this kid kid more credit for his capability? But I agree with that notion of if yeah. he does get the opportunity and somebody is bullish on him, and maybe he looks really good in practice and he does get that opportunity to start and he does well, he could be either a long-term starter, or he also feels like one of those dudes that just gets passed around, that gets, you know, bounces from team to team, kind of like Josh Dobbs, where he ends up on one team, and then someone's or, in a, or in a Josh critical McCown. corner. Or Josh
1: McCown. You know, I, I,
0: I feel like Josh Dobbs has done it on a little bit better level. I, Josh McCown's not, a, not is but not Josh a bad McCown one. McCown was Foul, a good quarterback Nick Foles quarterback is, the
1: NFL. You're, Nick, you're wild, Nick Foles is another
0: good one where these guys just okay. – you you really need a spot, a, a spot starter or a, a Case Keenum, Colt McCoy, these types of guys that are just like, I need a starter. I need a starter. Who am I going to go to? Let's sign this guy or trade for this guy, and he's going to fill in and get the job done because we're trying to push for a playoff. Is he going yep. to win us a football game when we're down by three? Probably not. But he is, is he a guy that our defense is playing really well, just does enough to help us move the ball and stay on schedule? I think that Michael Pratt's that guy.
1: I think so. Here's my take on Michael Pratt, and then I want to kind of preface something real quick after that. So I believe, because I, I, we're actually pretty much on the same page here, Top 100, but I lean more to the top 75. I I think that he is that type of player for me. I have a take, though, Joe. I think that he's not going to get out of the top 50. That's what I believe. I think Michael Pratt will be a top 50 pick when all is said and done. At least a top 64 pick because teams are obviously star for quarterbacks, and he just does a lot of things very well and at a a requisite level that you would want. I like Willie Fritz as a coach, Joe. But all I'll say is, is that Tulane before Michael Pratt not great. Tulane after after Michael Pratt. Not sure if that'll be great either. I think mm. that we need a deep appreciation for how good and how instrumental Michael Pratt has been for a team that we also forget pretty quickly. Well, they win eleven games last year and beat USC in the in the Rose Bowl. Like I mean, they would have been an Ole Miss. Oh, they would have been pretty, an Ole Miss too. Probably, probably. I mean, he's done a tremendous job at Tulane. So just outside of the NFL draft. Evaluation for a second. Kid had just did tremendous stuff in college, man. What a college quarterback. Like, honestly, he helped really rebuild a program that was not in great shape when Willie Fritz first got there. And now they are in a very good spot, a better spot than when, when he left. But I do think that eventually he will have an opportunity to potentially start in, for an NFL team. But at worst, he's going to be a really good backup, in my estimation.
0: Make sure you check out Bet Online for all of your sports betting needs. For anything that I do betting related, I go on over to betonline.ag and I use promo code BELIEVE50. Betonline has all of the latest updated odds for the NFL and college football seasons. Anything you need whether it's futures, live in-game betting, no matter what, your football betting needs are met at betonline. And again, make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE50 B L E A V 50 to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, now I want to talk about Jalex Hunt uh, very quickly before I have to get out of here for a meeting. Jalex Hunt, thanks for correcting me. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, it's it's not? You're an ass. ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jalex Hunt from Houston Christian is somebody who I I spent a lot of this offseason doing homework on these FCS guys, and he wasn't even on, on the radar. He is a converted safety from Cornell who transferred to Houston Christian is bulked up is six foot four, 248 pounds. And I got to tell you what, man, this guy is so freaking exciting and fun to watch. He is high, high ceiling, low, low floor. There is a (laughs) huge gap between what he capably is. I'm a little worried that the NFL is impatient with a guy like this because they're often very impatient with guys like this, but tall, freakishly long arms is the prototype that you look for in an edge rusher. Crazy bendy. Ryan, this guy moves so freaking well. There's plays. I tweeted it out. Anyone, I implore you to go check out the, the tweet that I put out there of the way that he is able to contort his body, to move his arms, to burst. He can be a really dangerous situational pass rusher in the NFL for all of the physical tools he brings to the table. There's deficiencies we're going to get to in a second, but God, I really see why he got invited to the senior bowl and why he yeah. could get, get drafted in a, in a decent spot.
1: He's a freak show athlete. I honestly thought when he first got invited by the East West game, I was like, oh, is that just like a you know them finding a gem type of thing, right? Trying to find a diamond. But then he gets a senior bowl invite. You're like, oh, must be must be legs here, right? There must be legs. Because I had not seen Jalex Hunt, like Jalix Hunt, however you pronounce his first name. All due respect, Mr. Hunt. But he is, I mean, literally, I Googled his name and Cornell, I think was the second thing that popped up on his Google search. And you're looking at the profile. It's like 6'3, 236 pounds. Safety. You're like one, why are you playing safety at 236 pounds? That's another conversation for a different day. But then you pop on the tape and you're like, well, oh, all right, man. I mean, he's, he's got the goods. I mean, when you, when you ask me, what are the requisite things that I want from an, an outside track pass rusher length, explosiveness and flexibility bent are the three biggest things that I would look for. Right. And he has all that. He has all that, man. He can really run. He's a deer and he could also bend the outside track like the best of them. I mean, this kid has raw tools that you look at has no idea what he's doing, which makes sense that he's a safety convert has zero idea with what, what hand usage is yeah. zero, but kids an athlete, man. Kid is a stupid athlete, and on top of that, I mean, I, I keep talking about stay power, right? Like a sticking point, Joe. Special teams, hello, long, explosive, and fast. Like, yeah, you'll play special teams on that next level, probably and at worst. He, but he yeah. hits
0: too. Like, that's somebody uh, that's a wedge breaker on on kickoff, man. That's somebody Which i does not exist I'm anymore, insider. sir.
1: The wedge is, oh. wedge is op- obsolete now, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I, I hate, I
0: hate, I hate that. That that saddens me. But yes, you, you hit the nail on the head there, where the highlights are are nuts and he's going yes. against FCS guys. And I watched him against Western Kentucky, which the left tackle is going against. So I don't even know who the heck it is. And he, <laughs> he just does some crazy nutty things the way that he bends and, and, and bursts and picks up speed. And that could be one of the best pass rushers, uh, situational pass rushers in the NFL. But here's, here's where it comes into play. He is still very clearly learning. This is clearly a safety guy who, they just said you're going to stand up and you're just going to go. I don't know if <laughs> that's run. literally what they've told him, but that's what it feels like when I'm watching him on on film. I yeah. I feel like his ability to disengage from blocks in the run game is a huge negative. I I don't see an effectiveness on understanding it, like you're saying, how to shock, how to how to peak, how to how to rip and get off the off of a blocker, find the football. He really yeah. struggles at finding the football and finishing plays at times. Again newness yep. to the position and i think with that inability to provide impact against the run definitely early on is going to keep him off the field for most downs i think for me right here ryan his floor to his ceiling his floor ignoring the fact that he could get be out of the league in a couple of years i think that that that's very possible and, it, and it's i'm not saying that he's not capable yeah. i just think that the nfl is is sometimes impatient with raw guys that they might be yeah. like He's still not figuring it out, and you're, you're two. we, we got to move the,
1: on. we got to make a roster spot. The good thing about him, though, is that the way he can buy himself some time is on special teams. If right. he comes in right. and he's on average coverage unit out there, he's doing everything that he needs to do on the special team side of things, then he'll buy himself some developmental time because then the coach yeah. will have to work with him during – Actual position drills and the position portions of of practice. So, if he comes in and he rocks it on special teams, I think he'll have a chance to develop and showcase those skills. I think we'll have a shot
0: with that in mind. I have a a top 150 grade on him. I think that he did. Wow, I dude, I I, I don't think that's unrealistic because I, I, for a guy like Oshane Zimenez out of Old Dominion, who a couple years ago went as high as he did, I think there's some similarities. Was not very good against the run, but was just a really explosive pass rusher and the Giants were hoping he'd develop into that, and he just end up being a situational pass rusher. I think that yeah. the goal when you draft a kid like Hunt, you're drafting him with that intention of we're going to get him on special teams, we're going to try and add some strength, we're going to coach him up, and we hope that he becomes on third downs the guy that we call into games to just go cause problems or to go get a sack when we need yep. him to. But we don't trust him enough against the run. And I think that if you develop him into that, that is an impact for a team. But as we're talking about here, his longevity in the NFL might be impacted by impatience by NFL rosters. And especially like if he goes yeah. on a team that you know maybe is a situation where, where they have roster t- or uh, coaching staff turnover, he might be one of the first guys that gets bumped.
1: I, I had a top 250 on him. I think he is a draftable football player. I think he is a much higher level athlete. I just look at him and I just say, man, there's so much work that needs to be done from a defensive side of the ball. Core strength needs to be developed. His body needs to keep growing. He needs to figure out hand usage in the run and the pass game. And as a pass rusher, he's just bending, man. Like He doesn't have any actual moves to his profile right now. He doesn't have a ton ton of moves to his toolbox. So I think there's a lot of development needs to happen, which is why I'm slightly more hesitant than you, I would say. But I can buy into the athlete. I just – Needs to land in the right situation, man. He really needs to land in the right situation, and I think that will determine how good he is. I, I think somebody's going to get all geeked up on him and
0: draft him really early. I, I it's gonna, it's gonna happen. I mean, if Oamagbe, oh, Oadigizua, oh, oh no, 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 not him. Who was the kid from the Northwestern kid last year?
1: Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Oh, oh. oh um darn how did i forget his name already he was a freak show uh ran 449 at 280 pounds
0: i, or I, I don't know if, if hunt runs that fast but like yeah. if he can go as early as he did and climb as much as he did i i think that someone's gonna you know buy in but Here. <coughs> excuse me at thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform